Welcome to the Celebration Church Podcast. We are so glad you've joined us and we hope you are encouraged by today's message. I'm really, really excited about tonight. Um, I really feel like it, it's going to be a really sacred and special experience uh, for you and your family and for us as a church family. And what I want to do is I, it, it kind of has two parts. I want to unpack some scripture and uh, so that we can make sure that we're prepared uh, for the Lord's table and that we're, uh, we're able to partake of the Lord's table in, in a worthy manner, discerning what it's about, discerning the Lord's body. And so that's going to kind of be the first part. And uh, that'll probably be just about 15 minutes. And, uh, and then we're going to begin communion. And uh, we'll call Pastor Paul up and, and uh, my table, and we'll give you some instructions, and it's going to be a really great and sacred time, and uh, we are glad, we're just really glad that you're here. Carrie and I are really glad that you're here. Let's pray. Father, we love you. Lord, we thank you for tonight and uh, all that you're going to do in Jesus' name, and everybody said Amen. amen. Right now, come on, welcome our other locations right now. Let's put our hands together. We're so glad that you're with us tonight. Those of, you, uh, those of you watching online as well, and hey, look, we have a lot of our global and, and city pastors uh, here with us tonight. We just had our global staff retreat the last few days. It was awesome. So uh, come on, give our global pastors, and we have all the cities here, even Pastor Dixon from Zimbabwe. Where's Pastor? Pastor D, where are you? Come on, stand up, Pastor D. That's right. All the way from Zimbabwe. And, and of, of course, Josh and, and Charlie and, and Keith and, and the whole group is here. And we just had an amazing time the last few days. Okay, 1 Corinthians um, chapter 11. I'm going to begin reading in verse 17. We're just going to unpack this verse by verse, probably do about 10 or 12 uh, verses right here. And I'm going to ask you to, to follow along. And um, we're just going to See the heart of God in this. And this is so, so important. Listen, it is so, so important how you take the Lord's Supper, that we understand what we're doing, that we understand the privilege that we have to be invited to this table. And uh, the Apostle Paul, he's writing the church at Corinth, and they were having uh, a lot of challenges, you know. They had a lot of God's power, but they also had uh, a lot of carnality. And um, so he's writing them about the Lord's Supper in chapter 11, verse 17. He says, now in giving these instructions, I do not praise you. Come on, that's not a good way to, for your pastor to start off about communion, is it? Look, now in giving these instructions, I do not praise you since you come together not for the better, but for the worse. I'm telling you tonight, we are coming together for the better in Jesus' name. You are walking out of here better. He says, first of all, when you come together as a church, I hear that there are divisions among you, and in part, I believe it. For there must also be factions among you that those who are approved may be recognized among you. Therefore, when you come together in one place, it is not to eat the Lord's Supper. He's basically saying, you know, when you come together to eat the Lord's Supper, you, you think that you're eating the Lord's Supper, but you're really not because you're not doing it in the right way. He goes on to say, for in eating, each one takes his own su supper ahead of others. One is hungry 
and another is drunk. So let me kind of give some context here. So, so the way that the Corinthian church was taking communion and this communion experience, in the Bible it's also called a love feast. So what that means is they also had a dinner and so they were coming together and they were having dinner and then in that dinner they were partaking uh, of the Lord's Supper, the bread and the wine. And there's obviously a lot of food there and there's obviously a lot of wine there, okay? Because, you know, people were eating a bunch and there was enough wine where, you know, someone could obviously get drunk. Go on. What? Do you not have houses to eat and drink in? Or do you despise the church of God and shame those who have nothing? What shall I say to you? Shall I praise you in this? I do not praise you for I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you. That the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread and when he had taken, he gave thanks and he broke it and he said, take, eat. This is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you and many asleep. Actually, most translations say, and many have died. It goes on to say, for if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord that we may not be condemned with the world. Therefore, my brother, when you come together to eat, wait for one another. But if anyone is hungry, let him eat at home. I hope you ate at your house tonight, all right? Lest, look at this, lest you come together for judgment. And the rest I will set in order when I come. So let me unpack this a little bit and tell you what was going at the Corinthian, what was happening at the Corinthian church, okay? So the church was coming together and they were supposed to be coming together for the Lord's Supper, but this was what was happening. People were coming in, watch. They were not waiting for the others. They were coming in. They were eating and drinking by themselves. They weren't, they didn't, they weren't thinking about the others in the body of Christ. It also talks about in reading some commentaries that there would be divisions and factions like kind of, you know, this group, the wealthy group would sit over here and there were other divisions and factions. You know, maybe this group from this uh, ethnic background or this socioeconomic status, they would kind of be over here and some, you know, the people that were uh, poor, obviously, those that would get there later, they would come in and there wouldn't even be any wine or bread left to take so that they could partake in the Lord's Supper. And somehow, this church thought that they were taking communion, having fellowship, 
honoring Jesus and his covenant by taking the Lord's Supper in this manner. Now, I know what some of you are thinking. You're thinking this. You're thinking, well, Stovall, look, we're not pigging out. We're not eating all the communion bread. You know, y'all are serving grape juice. You're not even serving wine. So no one's going to get, no one's going to get drunk. So, I mean, how does this apply to us? If you look at those specifics, you know, getting drunk and eating too much or whatever, you're missing the whole point of what Paul is saying. What Paul is saying is this. Communion is about the body and blood of the Lord. It's about reconciliation and solidarity with God and with one another. There is a, a vertical and a horizontal event that takes place when the church takes communion where we are renewing our vows, so to speak. We are expressing our solidarity to the Lord. Now listen, this is so, so important and this is where many miss it and this is where the Corinthians miss it. And when we experience that reconciliation with God, there's also reconciliation with one another. That's why he's saying, listen, there's divisions amongst you. There's factions amongst you. Some of you are eating this way. Some of you are eating that way. You're coming and you're partaking. You're, you're doing this by yourself or you're, you're doing this early and then you're leaving. You're not even waiting on everybody else. He said, don't you realize when you're doing this, you're actually bringing judgment on yourself. Watch. Because you're not discerning the Lord's body. That's twofold. You're not discerning the body of Jesus that was broken for you so that you could be whole and you're not discerning the body of Jesus that was broken for the body. The body of Christ so that the body, the church, all of us, all of us, no matter who we are, no matter where we're from, no matter our ethnic background, our social economic background, no matter who we are, listen, listen, every single person, every single part, every single human being that is in solidarity with Jesus means that all of us are in solidarity. Every single person God loves is important to God, is special to God, and we should never come together and say that we're expressing our solidarity to God and not expressing our solidarity to one another. You know what the solution, I'm talking in the church, the solution to so many of the issues that we face every single day, I'm talking about in the church, I'm not talking about in the world. The solution to so many issues that we face in our world is really just understanding who Jesus is and understanding that the purpose of the cross the message of reconciliation is not just about us being reconciled with God, but it's about us being reconciled with one another. 
If there's any, listen, listen. If you have something against a brother, if you have something, if you're here tonight, if you have something against a family member, against a spouse, if for whatever reason there's unforgiveness in your heart, if, listen, you've got to get that right before you come to God's table. Before you come to God's table. If for whatever reason, you know, you know if, if your natural table, if your family table, you've picked up things that have caused you to be prejudiced, maybe even racist, you leave that at that natural table. You repent of that when you come to the Lord's table. You hear me? The reason the church can't walk in unity is because we're getting our theology of racial reconciliation from CNN and Fox News and social media instead of getting our theology of reconciliation from Jesus. Aren't we discerning? Aren't we discerning the Lord's body? So you know what I'm doing tonight? I'm discerning the Lord's body. All of us. Are there any divisions? Are there any factions? Is there any unforgiveness in your heart? If you have surrendered your life to Jesus and you are in covenant with him, you have no right, you have no right to have prejudice against your brother, to dislike your brother, to not want to help your brother. His body was broken so that our body would be whole. No schisms, no faction, no division, no hatred. How can, how can we say that we love God whom we don't see if we can't love one another who we can see? That's what the Lord's table's about. This is what it's about. This is about real community. And I'm telling you tonight, no one is walking out of here undervalued, unloved, not forgiven. Every single person in here, it, you could be the most, in the world, you could be the most important, influential, wealthy, whatever. Can I tell you this? That super important, wealthy, most influential person, and thank you, Jesus, for those people. Write a really big check tonight before you leave. <laughs> Seriously. You want to know? <laughs> you want to know why? You want to know why? Listen, I know maybe you're good. We have single moms in here who can't pay their bills. We have people, we, we, we have people that, that need help. No one is walking out of here tonight left behind.
broken, not cared for. We're members, right? We're members of the body of Christ. When we take communion, we do this what? In remembrance of him. We re, when we remember him, you know what? We also remember. We, re, we get whole. We take our members that have been scattered out. We, we remember. You know who Jesus cares about tonight? He cares about you. He cares about you. He cares about he cares about his church. He cares about his bride. He cares about, he wants his church to experience his love, to experience him. And to experience his love, we have to have a heart to love one another. So we discern the Lord's body. So what I need to ask you tonight is, before we come to his table, is there anyone you need to forgive? You need to do that. If you need to get right with a family member, you need to do that. Even if that person is not here, if there's unforgiveness in your heart, you need to, you need to forgive. If you've said something about someone else, you need to repent of that. That's not who we are. We're God's family. We are God's family. That's not who we are. We are God's children. So, or pray, I'm just, I'm just saying this. When you, when you drive by or you see people or you're, you're somewhere where there's a lot of other people that are a different color than you, that are a different background than you, have a lot less money than you, or have a lot more money than you, do you, than you, do you, do you automatically have preconceived judgments? Do you think that anybody that Jesus died for is less. Everybody, the cross, it doesn't matter. The cross levels everyone. We are all equal at the foot of the cross. Every single person has value. If you will get this right, I'm telling you, when you come to that table, you know what? You'll be healed. You'll get set free. You'll receive a miracle. See, we reap what we sow. And that's why when we take communion, <laughs> that's why when we take communion, watch, when we take communion, you know what God's doing? He loves us. He's helping us. He's saying, you know what? I want you to reap love. I want you to reap mercy. I want you to reap healing. You have to understand that we're all together. Man, I'm telling you, as, as, as best of my ability by the grace of God at celebration all over the world, we are gonna raise up a church that looks just like this church tonight. Every color, every race, every creed, every, every different type of person. Rich, poor, black, white, Hispanic, 
Asian, young, old. God loves them all. God wants them all. We're the church. We're the church. We don't have division. We don't have factions. We don't have schisms. We're not like the world. That's what the world does. That's not what Jesus's people do. That's not what God's family does. So there's that. <laughs> you think about that. I'm telling you, the power of the Lord is, is, is here and it's gonna be here tonight. We've consecrated this altar. You know, we realized a couple of days ago <laughs> that tonight when we take communion is exactly 40 days since the Passover Good Friday service. Yeah. The last time we had communion. And if you, that experience where God showed me his covenant, that bread, you're gonna receive that bread tonight. And we're gonna see Jesus in his covenant his blood that was shed for us, his body that was broken for us. And we are going to be the ecclesia. We are going to be the church. We are going to walk in love. We are going to have power. We are going to be who God has called us to be. We are coming to the Lord's table tonight. To affirm our solidarity with him and with one another. Amen. And then there's also this. There's also discerning the Lord's body in the sense of, are you personally right with God? So you understand the Lord's table, communion, it's for those who are in covenant with Jesus. It's a special invitation for anyone and everyone who has made Jesus their Lord and Savior and is in covenant with him. So we're also gonna give you the opportunity. If you're not right with God, if you haven't surrendered your life to Jesus, you'll have the opportunity to do that. And if you don't do that, and you're not, you're, 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 you're not saved, you haven't surrendered your life to Jesus, you haven't professed him as your Lord and, and Savior, we ask you to not take communion tonight. Do not take communion. It won't be well. It won't be well for you. That's like someone getting water baptized, but they won't profess Jesus as Lord and Savior. Do, do you see? Okay, this is the Lord's. When, when you drink that cup, when you take that bread, you are acknowledging and telling Jesus You're telling Jesus to go die for your sins. Those disciples, the night that he was portrayed, when he took the Passover meal, he was going to die for their sins and your sins and my sins. This is very personal. This is very, very personal. I'm just going to ask you to bow your heads.
And here's what I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask. Listen, if you need to get right with God, if you're not in covenant with Jesus, if you've never really repented of your sin and trusted in Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you need to do that right now. So if that's you, I want, to raise, I want you to raise a hand wherever you are. If you want to partake of communion tonight, you need to make sure and be right with God. Raise that hand high if you're in here. Yep, yep. Now let me ask you this. You can put those hands down. Let me ask you this. If you need to repent of anything that you have against your brother, any type of prejudice, any type of of any type of division with your spouse, with anyone, you have something against somebody, if you need to do that, listen, we're all a family. This is, this is, this is a big family gathering right here. I need you to get that right. I need you to do it right now. It could be anything. You know you need to get it right. If that's you, I want you to lift a hand right now, wherever you are. A lot of hands up. Thank you, Jesus. You know what? The power of God is going to fall tonight because of this right here. You, because we have to have unity. So here's what, here's what we're going to do. Yeah, there's, there's a bunch of hands up, okay? So here's what we're going to do right now. I'm going to pray for you. And church, let's just do this. Can we just all repent? Let's just help those along that are repenting, either to trust in Jesus or repenting because there's, there's someone that they need to forgive or there's a grudge or there's division or there's prejudice or anything like that. Can we just do that? And then I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to, we're going to have the, we're going to eat with God right after this. And it's going to be awesome. Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, God, that your body was broken for us so that we, your body, could be whole, so that we could be one, so that we can be in unity. Right now, Lord, we just repent. Come on, repent. I want to hear something. I want to hear some prayers. I want to hear something. Lord, we just repent right now. We repent for holding grudges. We repent for having unforgiveness. We repent for having prejudice. We repent for not thinking of others, Lord. We repent, Lord God, for not discerning your body. We repent for thinking ourselves better than someone else. We repent for thinking ourselves more deserving of someone else. We repent for not sharing. We repent for being self-centered. We repent, God. We repent. We repent, Lord. And Jesus, we're so grateful that you love us and you forgive us. Forgiving sin is not a problem with you, Lord. We just have to confess it. We thank you that you are faithful, that you are just. If we confess our sin, you're faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Lord, there are no divisions. There are no schisms in your body tonight. And Lord, for those that need to repent of their sin and turn to you as their Lord and Savior, they just do that right now. Come on, say this. Say, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sin. I turn to you. I trust you as my Lord and Savior. Jesus, I'm reconciled with you. And I'm reconciled with your body in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Come on, give God a big hand clap. All right, are y'all ready? Okay, let me, let, me call up, uh, let me call up my table. My table, come on up.
and the other tables. So, so, so let, me, let me give some instruction here, okay? So what's gonna happen? Does everybody see all the tables around, around here? So what's gonna happen is, Carla, why don't you just come tell everybody what's gonna happen? And then we're gonna, then we're gonna pray. So after pastor leads us in this um, portion of the service, um, we're gonna open up all of the sections of stations. So you'll see a section over here to my right, over here to my left. There's one in this back hallway here and this other hallway and then by the sound booth. And um, we're just asking you stay in your seat or you can worship in your seat. And there will be attendants, line attendants and section attendants that will release you at the proper time. And they'll direct you which section to go to. And then they'll also direct you which way to come back into your seat. So if you are not released, we're just asking that you stay in your seat and wait for that proper time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so, so this is also really, really important, okay? Our ushers and our line attendants are gonna help you. When you come to a table, they're gonna put you in a group because we don't partake of the Lord's Supper by ourselves. We're at a table with other members of the body of Christ. Now, if you're here with your family and you have a big family, you know, you have, you know, five, six, seven, eight people, well then obviously just your family can, uh, can partake at a table. But if you're a couple, a single, even, you know, a family of four, we're gonna put you, listen, listen, we're gonna put you in a group of people. And guess what? We're gonna do our very best to put you in a group that doesn't look like you. Is that okay? Is that okay? Okay. We want old people, young people, kids. We want, we want to try to have a father figure in every group. We want a diversity of color. We just, we, we, want, we want the body of Jesus to be represented all of us together as the family of God. Amen. And so uh, what we're going to do is I'm going to have uh, Pastor Paul. He is going to bless the bread and bless the juice. And then uh, I'm going to break uh, the bread and I'm going to serve it to my table up here. And then they're going to go and serve it to the leaders at their table. Is that right? Okay. And then we're gonna call you guys. Look, just think of this as, as our living room, okay? It's gonna be a little messy, that's okay, all right? We're God's family. Come on, how many of y'all, you know when a lot of people are over for dinner, a mess is made and that's okay. Jesus likes that kind of mess, amen? Okay, Pastor. Praise God. Through the prophets, the Lord made a promise. He said in Jeremiah 31, I'm going to make a new covenant. A new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. It's his word. It's his covenant. It's his promise. And he chose the time. And so at Passover, Jesus said, I anxiously have awaited to eat this with you. He was going to demonstrate for them as he became 
that offering, he demonstrated through the table that he is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And so that night there was bread on the table, but special bread. It's bread that's made without any yeast. The Bible tells us that yeast puffs up the dough and what puffs up any better than pride. And so the Apostle Paul says, get all of the yeast out. Get all of the yeast out. Isn't the pride, isn't that thing that causes factions and divides us anyway? I'm taller, I'm younger, I'm thinner, I'm better looking, I'm richer. Pride, with it comes every evil thing. And so this bread has no yeast. It's called the bread of affliction. It was on the table that night when Jesus met with his disciples. There's three pieces of matzah, the bread of affliction. Why is it the bread of affliction? This is the bread that God told Moses, tonight I'm going to bring you out from bondage. Tonight I am setting you free. Tonight is your night of freedom. And he chose that night to display even greater goodness, a better covenant with better promises. So on this Passover table, three sheets of matzah, Jesus took the middle one out, the middle one, not the top one, not the bottom one, the one in the middle, and then he broke it. He put half back and then he took this other half and he wrapped it in a cloth. And then he hid it away, and it comes back at the end of the meal. Why? He's demonstrating the goodness of God, and through this bread, he's demonstrating who he is. Tonight, you're not taking a symbol. No, God is cutting a covenant with you in the body and the blood of his son, the Lamb of God who takes away all of our sin, all of our sin, all of our sickness, all of our disease. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, who forgets all of my sins, heals all my diseases. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. You'll see it as you come to the table. This is special bread. There's, no, there's nothing hidden in this. It is what it is. It's striped. It's pierced. And it's bruised. And at that dinner, my Bible says that after dinner, Jesus took the bread. What bread? Not just any bread. There was bread all over the table. No, he reached for this one, the one that was removed from the other two, broken, wrapped, buried, and it comes back. And then he said, this is my body, the one that was removed from the other two, the one that's striped and pierced and bruised, buried, hidden away comes back at the end of the meal. This is my body given for you. Do this 
in remembrance of me. Do this and bring all the members back together. Do this and bring all of my people back together where all are together. Remember, bring my body back and make it whole. And in this covenant, I will make you whole. Did you ever wonder how in John 17 that God is going to fulfill the prayer of Jesus where he says, Father, me and you and them and me and we are all... How This is where it happens where we take of the covenant of the king, the covenant of the king, the covenant of the king. And then he took the cup and he said, you know, in order to have a covenant, you got to have blood. You have to have a sacrifice. You have to have blood. Covenant brit in the Hebrew means to cut where blood flows. This is the blood of the covenant. He said this cup, it was the third cup at the Passover. It's called the cup of redemption. It's the cup of salvation. It's the cup of I will reach out to you in your bondage and I will take you to be my own. Tonight, tonight, wherever we're coming from, we're one together at this table. Wherever we are on the social, we are one together. Whether we are Jew or Gentile, black or white, rich or poor, we are one in him tonight at this table. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Forget not all of your benefits. You forgive all of my sins. You forgive all of my sins. You and you heal all my diseases. And he spoke these words, Baruch atah Adonai, Eloheinu melech haolam, hamotzi lechem, min haaretz, blessed are you, O Lord our God. You are the king of the universe, and you bring forth bread out of the earth. Blessed are you, O Lord our God. You're the king of the universe. And you have brought forth the fruit of the vine, the fruit of salvation. And tonight, as we receive this meal, we eat health and strength and forgiveness and unity and power and authority and the love of God will reign in us in immeasurable. Come on, give the Lord a good shout of praise. Jesus, right now, we accept the invitation to come to your table. Lord, we thank you that the bread and the juice are blessed. God, we thank you as we come to your table. Lord, we are going to experience the source of all life. We're going to experience eternal life, healing, freedom. Jesus, everything 
is found in you. You are everything that we need. Lord, you are all. You're the great I am. You are everything. We honor you. We lift you up. We just are so grateful and thankful. And we just declare, just like as we proclaim your death, as the scripture says, we proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. We are not ashamed of the gospel. It is the power of God unto salvation for the Jew, for the Gentile, for the nations, for everyone. And we declare worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive glory and honor and power. Bless, Lord, and we thank you, and we come to your table. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. For more information about Celebration Church or to get in touch with us, please visit celebration.org.